today is Wednesday. April 1st, it's April Fool's Day. This has been a really long day. Um, and I'm back because here we are. This is another day. There are actually um, a couple of things that I want to talk about today. This episode is less of a ramble and more of a series of semi-organized thoughts. It's very exciting. Um, The first thing that I want to do is talk about um, things that I'm missing, things that I'm learning, and things that I'm loving. I had um, some good conversations with people today and it just clarified some of my thoughts on those topics. So, um, things that I am missing right now. Um, I'm missing church choir. I was a pretty regular attendee of Mass, and I don't miss all things about Mass, but I really, really miss having a place to go on Sunday morning and knowing that it was going to be, um, knowing, a, you know, generally who was going to be there and singing songs that I love with people that I like in a community that I believe in. And I'll talk more about this later because I got a little taste of it again, and it was really nice. Um, and if I'm really being reflective, I, I know that that is a thing that I am always willing and excited to do. There have been very, very few Sunday mornings when I wake up and think, ew, no, I don't want to do that. Even if I'm not feeling well, even if I'm really tired or maybe a little bit hungover, you know, like I still want to, um, my spirit wants to be there and to be doing those things with those people. So that's the thing that I'm missing a lot right now. Things that I'm learning. I am learning about the neighborhood around me. Um, going on walks many days out of the week and, um, we kind of switch it up. I often walk with Rachel And sometimes we walk around Ohio City, but sometimes we walk around here. And um, I'm starting to get familiar with the houses and the kind of plants that they have in the garden and which cats belong to which houses. And it's really, it's really nice. Before all of this started, I was starting to make very, very preliminary plans to (laughs) maybe start saving to buy a house and I knew that I wanted to stay in this area because the people that I um, want to be neighbors with are in this area so even though that has slowed down I'm not I'm we're all just trying to get by you know nobody's trying to make big moves I'm not actively looking at houses or moving in that direction but it's nice to um get to know the neighborhood in a new way with my feet rather than from my car. And things that I'm loving. There are quite a few things that I'm loving about this time, even though it's very difficult for a lot of people. But one thing in particular that I'm loving is the regularity of my sleep and really my whole morning routine. It's really nice. I don't sleep in. You know, I thought that I would, I don't know why, because I still have things to do starting pretty early in the morning, but 
Um, I don't really sleep in. I wake up around 7.30ish, though I've been waking up before my alarm this week, which is very strange. Um, I wake up around 7.30. I do some light yoga. I'm trying to step it up a little bit. It's not the Ashtanga that I was doing before, but, you know, I'm doing it consistently. I think I've done yoga now for at least a week straight, 10 days, maybe two weeks, like every day. So that's really exciting and it feels really good. It's nice to start the day early, um, to start with a little bit of exercise, light exercise, but it makes my body feel strong. And at a time when a lot of us are really concerned about health, that's just a nice thing. Um, and then I get on my computer and <laughs> start the day with my school. And sometimes I am able to be dressed and ready and presentable, and other times I'm not. But the mornings have started the same way. And it's peaceful, and it's at a reasonable pace. It's not slow, but it's also not fast and harried and stressed. And I'm really loving that. So, that is my reflection for now. This feels like a segment to come back to. Missing, learning, and loving. Okay, and now we're going to get into the overall. More of a ramble, but just talking through the different parts of my day. Not necessarily in chronological order. Um, so I feel like I've been very on so far this week. Um, I was trying to get some things together to make working at home easier. I ordered a printer and it was supposed to arrive on Monday, but it, um, for whatever reason, it did not get delivered to my home. It got delivered to a place that I'd never been before, a store. Um, and I am not in the practice of going out, so I had to like I'm trying to chunk the times that I leave the house, especially if I'm going to leave and go to the store and interact with people. So I, um, once I was sure that the package arrived at the place that they told me they were sending it to, I, um, you know, made a trip yesterday to pick it up and I had to squeeze it in between a couple of, um, meetings and other, uh, responsibilities that I had going on. Um, set up the printer and that felt really really nice and good this morning I went out and I picked up some tea because one of my it's not a guilty pleasure because it's healthy and it's good but I guess one of my bougie pleasures is this um, loose leaf tea from a local shop so I ordered it online they have a really nifty quick sanitary pickup system so I when I picked that up first thing in the morning. Um, so yeah, just being very intentional about my outings, trying to time things very specifically. I also had like grades to catch up on. I, it's my least favorite part of teaching. I love writing lessons. I love being in the classroom. I love thinking about how people are gonna learn something and trying to come up with activities to make it interesting and fun. But then you do it and you have to give kids a grade based on it. And I hate that. 
and I always fall behind, less so now that I'm teaching choir because my grading looks different, but in any case, I had already fallen behind on grades, so I was anxious about that and trying to catch up. Um, and, and I got an email from the pastor of my church asking if I would help record a few music things for the Easter celebrations, because we're not going to be at church for Easter. Um, I actually got two emails, one from the priest and one from um, one of our sister, brother, churches. Um, so I was doing that today as well. Um, and let me talk about, let me talk about that first. So I went out this afternoon and we were all responsibly socially distanced, of course, and the church was very cold. Obviously, people had not been in there for quite a while. They probably turned the heat off or down, um, but it was really nice to be in there. And there were just a few decorations up because we were recording videos that are going to be sent out for the holy days. So the priest had made a small display for Palm Sunday and then made a small display for Easter Sunday. Very small, but um, it was really nice to see those things and to be in that space and to go into the choir area and prepare to sing. Um, I was accompanied by Brian, who was very generous with his time and has also been socially distancing. So like, and we stayed apart, of course, so it wasn't, it was nice to be able to do that without feeling anxious about it. We only sang two songs, but gosh, it's so easy to sing with him. Um, he plays the piano and has a really wonderful voice and, um, it's nice because we can just make a plan, talk about the plan, and then sing the songs and trust that they're going to be pretty beautiful. Um, so we did that, and we laughed a little bit, and um, we didn't really lollygag. We got in and we got out, but even that, I don't know, 20 minutes that we were there doing that was like balm. It was just so good for the spirit. And then I went over to church number two to help record the exultet for the Easter vigil and I this was nice because I had sung at that church a few weeks ago right before all of the social distancing stuff happened and um, they were having a Tizay service and the music director at that church is friends with people in our music group and they were like hey you want to come help out with this as a service and I was like yeah yeah sure and uh, it was the same kind of thing where I just walk in we talk about the plan we do the plan it is prayerful it sounds nice it is a service to the community and I just really love I really love doing it I'm good at it it comes easily I mean I guess I've been doing it most of my life but um, it was a real comfort to go back today and to sing the Exalted in that space. And I hope that when all of this is over, I can keep connected with the music director of that church because she seems really lovely. And she said that they do music by the full choir, which, you know, I loved. So that was a beautiful, beautiful part of the day. Um, 
when I got back, when I got back to my house, I was just in time for Precation, which is a faith sharing group for the adults in um, the adults that I work with. And we were reading a chapter from a book by Glennon Doyle. And <laughs> the name of this chapter is Let It Burn. And I just am going to read the part that drove me crazy. It's the part that I wrote next to in the margins. I wrote, oh, I hate it, in all caps. We are alive only to the degree to which we are willing to be annihilated. Our next life will always cost us this one. If we are truly alive, we are constantly losing who we just were, what we just built, what we just believed, what we just knew to be true. I hate it. Um, and then I don't really hate it, but I'm deeply challenged by that because my MO, I am working and hustling to build something stable, to build something of quality that will last and will give something positive to the people after me. And I'm, I'm not saying this in a grand sense. I'm not saving the world right now, but I work really hard on my lesson plans this year so that next year I have to work a little less hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm looking for growth and progress that makes the future a little bit easier, even if it's just for me. Um, so this idea that we have to be <laughs> willing to be annihilated at any moment, like, no, no ma'am, no. But we had a really beautiful conversation about that. And one of my dear friends brought up the point that it, um, this means that we are free to recreate ourselves if we find ourselves in places or states of life that are unhealthy, that are toxic or dangerous, we can pull the plug on that and we can make a change. And that's a really important part of that message. We're never, we're never stuck, we're never doomed, we're never locked into our circumstances. And um, another, Rachel, mentioned that this doesn't mean that everything is going to be annihilated at any moment, you know? You might tear down one part of your life, but you still have you still have your prior knowledge, you still have your history, you still have relationships with people that matter to you. And yeah, that's true too. You don't annihilate everything at once, but why do we have to annihilate anything? Why wouldn't we? I know why. I know why. But it was the message that challenged me. That precation. What a blessing. What a blessing and a joy. Because it made me think about that. I love it. And I'm glad that we're still doing it. And in some ways, it's easier to do it now because where else do we have to be? All of the other meetings and events that we were scurrying to have been canceled. So I'm really glad that we have preserved space for that thing that is really helpful to a lot of us, I think. Um, okay, I'm going to say one more small thing and then I think I'm going to leave it there even though there were other things that I wanted to talk about today. Also, a part of this vacation conversation, we, of course, are talking a lot about this quarantine time and what's difficult for us and where we're, you know, where we're finding joy and where we're seeing growth. And one of the things that I am, 
another thing, I guess, that I'm learning about myself or seeing in a new light, trying to unpack, is the fact that I don't like the way that we work. And I phrased this differently when we were in the conversation this afternoon, but I'll say it this way. I do not like the way that we work. I don't like the expectations to be productive. I don't like that things are event-based and task-based rather than relationship-based or, you know, um, and so this time feels like a really big blessing to me particularly because the way that my job was set up before this, we had a lot of events. We had a lot of events and all of them were really beautiful and I'm actually pretty devastated that some of them are not happening, but this time of the year was always hard for me because I feel like, because I felt like I was never able to stop and look people in the eye. I'm always trying to rush through a conversation so I can get back to my desk, so I can send that email, so I can make sure I fill out that form correctly, so I can put these small groups together, so I can, you know, think through the agenda for this experience. And I don't enjoy working that way. And I feel really selfish saying that, and I feel guilty saying that because I think one of the narratives, one of the memos, to quote Glennon, that I have um, been subscribed to, not that I've subscribed to it myself, but one of the memos that I've subscribed to is that um, we work, and we must work, and work is the main way that we organize our lives, right? It consumes a significant amount of our time. It defines our status. It defines how we feel about ourselves and um, whether we regard ourselves with high esteem, whether we regard others with high esteem or low esteem, you know? What kind of work is dignified? What kind of work is not? And I... And it also feels like we are so often working to prop up a system that does not serve us, you know? There are a lot of really beautiful things about this first world capitalistic society that we have constructed, you know? I like my cozy apartment. I like the technological advances that I'm able to take advantage of. I love the fact that I can get things delivered to my house in two days or less but I don't know the expectation that stores are going to be open every single day restaurants are going to be open every single day on holidays and during pandemics like that doesn't feel <laughs> that doesn't feel healthy for people but people need to work to pay their bills one and companies, stores, restaurants, bars need to stay open, otherwise our economy collapses. And if our economy collapses, then much of the things that we enjoy are harder to come by, I guess, but I don't know, 
sometimes I just wonder if we would be a little bit happier if we had, a, you know, just fewer of those things. This is a ramble, but this whole time is making me really, really, really reflect on the nature of work and why I work and the kind of work that I that feels purposeful and meaningful and worth worth investing in. Um, and I would say, on the whole, I love my job. The particular job that I have that pays me money, it is a, a healthy, life-giving, uh, community-oriented, mission-driven, purposeful, beautiful place. I don't know that we always work in the healthiest way, but the intentions are good, the people are good, and the thing that we are trying to do is extremely good. Um, so I love my job, and I like a lot of the tasks that go along with my job, but it does sometimes feel like there is a, um, what is it, like a competition between, <laughs> like, am I going to be good at my job today, or am I going to be a good human being today, or a whole human being? or a healthy human being? Am I gonna work for this organization or am I gonna work to um, develop myself? Sometimes those feel like they are at odds. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say about that. This was a very rich day. So rich. So, Here's what I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I am excited to um, go back to a day that is a little more calm and mellow. The only things that I have to do are the things that are specifically on my calendar to do. Show up for office hours, show up for small meetings, and um, maybe do some light grading, but I got all caught up on my grading tonight, so it's only stuff that people have turned in late, um, which means that I have a little more flexibility to do other things tomorrow. I need to tidy up around here, and maybe I'll have the chance to like play some music or do some extra yoga. So I'm looking forward to that, and I'm excited because tomorrow evening I'm going to virtually hang out with my friends, Julia and Joe and Rachel. And we're gonna make dinner together virtually. Joe is the expert at this, so he's gonna tell us what to do and we're gonna do it. So that should be really fun. This time is rich. This time is full of potential and full of blessings. And I am lucky that I am healthy and able to learn from it rather than needing the time purely to recover. So that's what I'm looking forward to. And I'll be doing this again tomorrow because here we are. Good night. <laughs>